Beans, we are live uh, here on Beyond the Woodline. I'm Joe DeHoyos, and there's Miss uh, was always happy and giggling, Shannon Rogers. How you doing, Hello. Shannon? I'm doing great, actually. I'm having fun. Yeah, as, as always, that's a good thing. I like your shirt. I love my shirt. Ernie and Denise sent this for me. I cut a brown nose and sent them a wedding gift, so I got a t-shirt return. It's a wedding gift. <laughs> That's no, cool. I didn't, yeah. I to, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> so you're right now. You're where at? Where you at? Uh, I'm at the Best Western in Mineral Wells, but we are having an awesome weekend out here because last night we did Beach Army Hospital, and you know, as I you know, I launched uh, my new company a few days ago, and my first event was going to be Beach Army Hospital on April 10th. I um, did some drawings for free tickets to get everything going, had it all set up. And then the next day I got the message that they, the fire marshal was discontinuing that location, shutting it down. But they at least let us in last night to do an investigation with uh, Mustafa and Kristen from A&E, from uh, Ghost Hunters on A&E. So it was right. cool. So we got the last night. So it was, it was nice. Yeah. Epic, cool. haunted. Yeah. And tonight we'll be at the Nazareth and investigate with the same people as well. Okay. Cool. Do you want to tell you? Jordan. Yeah. Do you want to say anything about your new uh, endeavor or company that you started up? Yes, it's called Paranormal, uh, Paranormal Explorations of America. And basically, it's just we host events, paranormal events. I want to do it with where we book less people, we charge people less, you know, more incentives for the investigators that will work for me to, you know, get, you know, taken care of. I want to take care of them for sure. And just go to really epic locations and you know i just had to make a choice so i want to do this for the rest of my life i'll have to find a way to be able to do it as a single mom so i was like i'll just create a company and it's not about you know, it's more about quality than quantity so I just want to be able to keep living and pursuing this passion so that's pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah i uh last weekend i think as everyone knows i went out to the sandwich the forest and went to a, new, uh, a different location that I usually research and uh, had some pretty interesting vocals and recordings come out of that area. So we're still kind of going over that stuff. And it was definitely a creepy location, you know. So uh, hopefully I can come out with some. I'll tell you about some of the stuff, but hopefully yeah. things are going well. I'll be able to talk. Yeah, I'll be able to talk a little bit more about that. But right now I can't. And Mr. Steve Brooks, who was our guest a couple weeks ago, says, hi, y'all. So anyway... People don't tune in to hear us to babble all day. They want to hear our guests. So uh, without further ado, I want to introduce Miss uh, Jill Shelley from St. Croix Paranormal. How you doing, Jill? Good. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing pretty yeah. good. Thanks for having me Welcome. on. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind. Just uh, give us a little bit of background information on what got you into the paranormal. Uh, well, I've always kind of been fascinated by the paranormal since I was a little kid, you know, always uh, into the ghost stories, you know, reading, you know, spooky stories in the dark with my cousins, things like that. Um, and then at my um, grandma's house, there was one room that all of us kids hated, it was always cold, always felt unwelcome, um, like somebody was staring at you. Sometimes we like dare each other to go in there by yourself and um you just it, it, it was just an uneasy room you just you just knew something was not right with this room and uh one night particularly i was uh sleeping upstairs and my parents were in the next room and then my grandma was sleeping downstairs and i just awoke in the middle of the night and i heard some footsteps coming out of that room and stopping at my door and you could feel like somebody was just intently staring at you like almost like through you um, and I was, right. I was young. I don't know exactly, you know, maybe eight, 
or something. So I'm terrified. I'm not, I'm not turning around to look at this thing. It's creeping me out. I'm scared. <laughs> um, so then you just heard it kind of sigh, turn around and you heard the footsteps walk back. And, you know, I knew it wasn't my parents because I could hear them snoring in the next room and my grandma slept, sleeps downstairs. Um, mentioned it to my grandma the next day who was extremely religious. So for me, for her to just say, Oh honey, that's just a ghost. And he's not going to hurt you. So I was like, wow, the grandma's not freaking out, you know, now I want to know more. And that just really healed the fire, I think, to, to get me going. And, um, you know, then you just do the research and things like that. Um, and then with the advent of TV, I was like, wow, I didn't know you could like go off and do this and actually investigate. Um, so then I just met a great group of people and we formed our team St. Croix Paranormal and that was in 2010 and started traveling all over to well-known haunted locations investigating do you have a favorite spot that uh, you've you visited oh there is so many you know because you know, they all have like a special place in your heart like usually it's just one little thing that you're like oh my gosh I'll never forget this place because of that um so there's it's more memories of most places but i guess um like one of my favorite places to go is edinburgh manor in iowa um i just always has some really good interaction at that place you get really good evps and um i have an attachment to this little girl that i interacted with the very first time we went there so i keep trying to go back to um communicating with her i um we had a lot of interaction with her anyway like playing games and stuff we had a really great time uh, our team tends to be more interactive with the court dealing with children. We'll get the games out. We'll dance. We'll sing. We'll play. We'll read stories. Mm. Um, just, just for interaction. And as we left for the evening, it was, you know, like three in the morning, we were going to go to bed. So as I was leaving, I was like, well, thanks. It was great playing with you. And we got a class A EVP of a little girl that says, I'm going to miss you. Oh, so no. After I got that, I was like, I have to go back. So I've been like five times. Oh, then, wow. Yeah, so I, it's just good. You know, you always get, you know, either equipment or just, oh, we've been touched. It's just a fun, fun place to go. I've heard about it. I'm definitely, it's on the list of my one yeah. to go to places for sure. Yeah, you'll enjoy it if you go. Yeah, it's it's a great place. What's the history on that, on that location? Do you know? It was a poor farm at, at one time, and then it was also that it kind of became a mental health place, and then it was a drug and, and um, you know, abuse place. Mm -hmm. um, so, and it was a hospital, like a mini hospital at one time, too, in the 1800s. So just, you know, a lot of deaths and, and just tragedy at that particular location. With, with mental hospital, all the uh, energy there, the traumatic energy that just lingers and, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know anything about the about the little girl y'all were interacting with or... No, I, I know a lot of people have actually had interaction with her and there was, they showed me, um, one group had gone there and this is like when they first opened and they had actually got like a really really good picture of that little girl um, huh. it was like standing they got a picture of it so they showed me that and it was, that was really cool and that was the the day we had gone for the very first time and they had, you know were taking us on the tour and then they showed me that photo and then huh. to get that interaction with that little girl um yeah it's just it's just crazy and a lot of people do get interaction with her so she's there i don't know her name but huh. That's pretty cool. What, what about like in your area? You're in Minnesota, correct? Right. Do you have any uh, places that you like uh, traveling in, in within your area, or do you just well, travel wherever? Um, you know, Minnesota isn't known for a lot of, of haunted locations. I mean, we do have one, but not like a lot of places you can go. You know, it's not. You know, it's 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 private. Um, other than the house I own, which I know we'll talk about later. Um, but there was there's a, like a bar in downtown Stillwater. It was Pub Monique. I'm not sure what it is now. Um, that one's been haunted. We've had a lot of activity. Um, we've been there like two or three times. We actually caught a uh, shadow figure um, up on the second floor. We both saw it. It was it was really interesting. We were getting ready to run a spirit box up there, and I just happened to turn to my friend Krista and I said, "Do you feel like it's really cold? I'm just like." freezing right now it's like the temperature dropped minnesota yeah but it was, it was, it was summer it was 90 degrees no i hear you I hear yeah. you yeah but um yeah so it was just it got ice ice cold and then we turned and both looked 
we were the shadow from anybody down on the street. Plus, it was about 3 a.m., so there's nobody really out and about at 3 a.m. downtown. Mm-hmm. And you just saw, like, this black mass just go across the window, like, super fast, almost like a strobe motion, but yet it was slow motion. It's it's really hard to explain, but it was solid, and it just went, and then it just disappeared, and we both looked at each other. I'm like, did you just see that? And, you know, we're like, yeah. And then we didn't know we actually captured it on film, too. Oh, wow. Um, so that was pretty awesome. And then there was um, another place called the Pole Barn Dance Studio. And they had called us out because they were having a lot of uh, activity. Um, you know, they, they do the dance studio, but sometimes they let women have little wine parties at night. Um, and then that's when a lot of activity would happen. Like doors would shut, lights would flicker. I mean, it was freaking the ladies out to have the little parties. Um, so we came in and we... I. The most incredible experience happened. We had so much um, interaction with the equipment and and on command, like you'd say, hey, can you touch this? And then they would use it to answer questions, you know, and I'm talking the REM pods, you know, not just a K2 meter that they were actually reacting to. Um, but there was at one point I said, hey, if you can just do one really amazing thing, we'll leave. And in that split second, every piece of equipment in that building went off at the exact same time for like 30 seconds. It's like, all right. And then I was like, now I really don't want to go, but I promise. Go, I know. So yeah, we had to. Yeah, we had to pack up and go. Um, But what I what I got real interested about, so we came back another time. And um, we had um, a spirit box. So it used to be back in the 1800s, an old hardware store. And I had, you know, I had asked, you know, what did this used to be? And on the spirit box, you heard the hardware store. <laughs> well, about two years later, somebody sent me an email and said that their grandfather used to be the owner of the hardware store. And that was his voice when he responded. Oh, wow. And That's then they wanted to know if I had captured anything else. So that was, that was a really cool, you know, just to know that that, that that's who I was talking to. So, right. So do you, I know it's so cold up there and like, <laughs> even the, down here in the South, like it, like last night we were freezing. We were in front of propane heaters you know, trying to warm up when we took breaks and stuff like that. I mean, you have to deal with a lot of really cold elements when you're investigating up in the North home. Yeah. I usually take the, the winter off because uh, it's cold. <laughs> it's <laughs> but, it hurts. <laughs> but, uh, sometimes you just don't know, you know, with the weather, how it's going to be. And, and, you know, right. like last week we had freezing rain and all the roads were iced over and then we get dumped on with, you know, three feet of snow. So you just never know. I just try not to play right. too much in the winter. Well, I'm, I'm a seasonal hunter. Like, warm up, warm up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I'm going yeah. to Montana. Um, I'm leaving Thursday to go to Montana because I'm going with the uh, Phoenix rising Phoenix and Jordan. Mm-hmm. And um, we're doing the Dumas brothel up there in Butte, Montana. So I'm really excited about that, but I did get some extreme weather gear because I'm a Southern girl and I get cold. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and there's no real good source of heat in the building. So this will be really interesting. We're really excited about it. And we'll, it's going to be a live event. If anybody wants to watch it. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You have any other favorite spots you like that uh, you've been to? Um, scariest. Well, um, I, the scariest. Now that easy. That's Whispers Estates in Mitchell, Indiana. That place is creepy. We had, um, that's where my friend was thrown four feet across the room. Oh, so uh, yeah, it it started. It yeah, it started from the get go. Now this house, um, for people who aren't familiar with it, uh, was owned by a doctor who did really unethical things to his patients. Um, they buried people and body parts in the backyard. Um, his daughter caught on fire, uh, through an accident. And like three days later, he, uh. gave, her, he gave her mercy killing with the, or, uh, overdose of morphine. Uh, they've also had a little boy who fell to his death down the stairs and the really crabby guy, um, died the day of his retirement in front of this closet. Um, so there's just a lot of, of negative energy in this house. Um, but you could feel it from the get-go when you walked in, and I and we just constantly were wiping our faces. Everybody do it, you know. You'd watch it on kill. You're just constantly, oh, there's cobwebs, there's cobwebs, and and right. you were doing it all night long, and it would just not let up. 
Um, we had saw wet footprints coming up from the basement leading outside. None of us had even been down there. Um, it was just crazy. And then we had gone up to the closet where the guy had passed away. And they have a lot of things happen in this closet. Um, people get locked in the closet when they can't figure out how. Because when you shut it, it's those old-fashioned locks that you pick up and drop down, you know. And slide it over and drop down so they don't even know how that even happens they, people get scratched pushed um, it's just a very negative closet so of course we had to go sit in it and uh, <laughs> yeah i get that yeah, yeah. so um, i was you know, there with my friend and it's a really big closet it's like a walk-in closet so it's not like what people are typically thinking and they had like a little tiny chair and table in there and stuff and and I heard this voice in my head, get out of this closet, and it was not nice. And so I I don't like being in closets anyway. So I got out just thinking, well, it's just me being paranoid, you know, whatever. Didn't relay it to my friend at all. And he's sitting way in the back of the wall in a chair. And then we heard on the spirit box, shut this door, and we didn't do that. And next thing you know, she goes launching her and the chair out into the hallway she lands on all four and she's like, something picked up the chair and pushed me. And, you know, so we had to deal with that. We got a little, you know, told the, you know, put the ghost in his place, like, you do not do this. And then, you know, we shut the door and then we took care of her because she got all hysterical. She's like, nothing's ever pushed me like this. You know, she's, we call, her the, we call her the paranormal punching bag because every time we go somewhere, she's the one who's like, oh. or pushed or something. Oh. So, if it's her aura or what, but uh, yeah, poor Teresa did the brunt of, of everything, but that was probably the most extreme. Um, we did say we'd never go back, but two years ago we did, um, but it was not. What's it called? Whispers, Whispers of State. Yep, yep, and then, uh, yeah, we did go back two years later. Not, I mean, we did have interaction, but I didn't get as much negative energy that that second visit now. So, and we, but you know what? We didn't have Teresa with us. She couldn't make it on that trip. So that okay. could have been a big part of it too. Hmm. So that would probably be the scariest. <laughs> so why do you protection? Why would you think she was like 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 you called the paranormal puncher bag? Do you think she just draws that kind of energy or is attracted think, to her? Yeah, I think so. I don't I don't know what it is, but it just they just seem to be drawn to her in a negative manner. Um, <laughs> I mean, she gets she gets really good evidence. It's like her. It's almost like. You know, I don't know, you know, how you are with your team and stuff, but it seems like if you pair up certain people, they tend to get a different energy and get more activity. Absolutely. So, so we kind of do, so we kind of do that. Like I always team up with Donna and then Alex and Teresa are usually together. Um, mm -hmm. So, and then, and then, you know, we'll switch too, just to, but it always seems like sometimes we call it the Alex and Teresa show. So. <laughs> <laughs> Does she do any like protection stuff before she goes in? Any kind of thing for grounding or anything? She carried holy water with her for a really long time, but then she kind of quit doing that. Um, right. So, yeah. So we, like I said, with the pandemic, we haven't been out much, but. Um, yeah, no. It hit really hard up north in the paranormal field. It's what I'm seeing. In the south, right. we just kind of turned our nose and kept doing it, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Right. I know a lot of places have gone, like a lot of like locations are having trouble. You know, staying open and stuff like that, which that oh, that breaks my heart. Just hearing all that stuff, anyway. So yeah. So um, was she having um experiences with the holy water? Is that why she got rid of it, or I mean, was she not having the experience? You know, what I'm saying was was the holy water working? So I I think it it for you know for me sometimes I think that it's more your inner self that you're protecting. Okay. You're using like your your alumen, whatever you're using that makes you feel like you are strong and you are protected. Mm -hmm. That all comes, I think, mm -hmm. from your inner self and your inner face. So I don't think it matters what object it is. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't I don't know if it made it worse or or not. Okay. Um, I guess we never really kept track of that. Of like, oh, that happened, and you still had the holy water. So okay. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that kind of stuff, Shan? Do you think that? Well, in terms of uh, if it was something that was going to hinder your experience, would you still use it, or do you want to experience it full on? Um, you know, I don't. Just besides, I I like to go in fully open. Okay. And I I really do for experiences because mm -hmm. I do want to communicate. 
But then sometimes it's like, okay, it's draw back, draw back. Let's get to, you know, you know, even something as small that, you know, Phoenix and Jordan taught me to do, just eat a piece of chocolate. It'll ground you. It's so weird. It's she's over there. It's, it works really good. I mean, just your, your intent has a lot to do with everything. You know, you put your boundaries up, you, you stand your ground, but it also depends on what you're dealing with, what elements, you know, what kind of entities you're dealing with darkness, mm -hmm. just, you know, the cranky old grandpa, it, it, you know, a, a, a mischievous child. It really depends on every experience, but, you know, I have to remember because sometimes I just forget when I leave locations that, you know, try to put some protection up there and kind of shake everything off a little bit. So, yeah, we do that too when we when we leave somewhere. We say you have to stay and kind of do it. Everybody does their own little mini thing, little ritual. Yeah, you know, just kind of, kind of keep them from coming home with you. Mm hmm. Yep. And do you do you have any abilities, uh, Jill? Uh, no, I, I'm not, I don't, we don't even have anyone on our team that's like, you know, medium or anything like that. I think, um, I get a lot of feels like I kind of know when they're around, you know, you just, you just get that weird feel. You just know. And that, and that's about my extent of, of any capabilities. Um, Donna, she sometimes can visually see them. She's, she had that gift really good when she was younger and kind of lost the ability, but every once in a while she's, she's able to see some. Um, right. But other than that, yeah, no, we, we pretty much do rely on our personal experiences when we go to location. And they speak for themselves. They really do, you know? Oh yeah. We've had, so I've had so many experiences. It's just, it's unbelievable, you know, being touched. And um, other than the shadow figure, I, I personally have not like visually seen one, which I would totally, I, I don't know how I'd react, but I, I really would love to, to actually see like a full apparition. Um, so hopefully, did, hopefully someday. Did yesterday. <laughs> did you? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I, it happens quite frequently, but you know, when you're not expecting it and you get the face right in front of you and, and then you yeah, get to a location and he's there. You're like, okay, you're at my house. Now you're here. Let's work this out. Yeah. But yeah, it can be, it's exciting, but it also can be very unnerving if you don't understand, you know, when you're trying to figure out why this is happening. So mm -hmm. yeah, it, it, there's good and bad to it. So, but it's, I'm, I'm very grateful that I'm able to communicate when I can. With yeah. Spirit, so, and yeah, I you know, and it's awesome to have like the technology that we have. We are so lucky to have, you know, in this day and time to record evidence, to collect data and do the research that we actually are investigators to do mm -hmm. besides just having fun and going for, you know, personal experiences. It's all ties together to. Oh yeah. You know, do you ever go down, come down South and investigate at all? Have you ever been like to Texas or any other like Louisiana or anything? No, no, a little, a little far um, for us. Otherwise, yeah. Take a week off. Um, so the farthest we've gone is Ohio. Um, okay. Out, right. And that's epic. That and that's a whole. I think that's like a fourteen-hour drive for us. So you know, it'd be, oh, wow. it'd, yeah. it'd be different. Like if you could, if we could fly, but a I kind of wonder if they would think like our REM pod was a bomb. I don't know. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it's hard to carry all that equipment with you just flying. So you almost mm. no understandable. And yeah, that is far. You're absolutely right. It makes it hard to do a weekend trip, you know, and go back to work on Monday when you had right. to drive 14 hours one way. Yeah, well, we got we only got two trips planned this year. So we're going to go to um, the Stevenson building in Nebraska. Uh, so we're planning that in June. And then I just booked the Oh, I forgot the second part of the name, so I apologize. But it's like the Asher House um, in Indiana, so we're gonna do that in August. Um, awesome. So we're gonna just um, those are just our two little trips planned. Um, so we'll kind of see, um, you know, because with me owning my own haunted location, I'm busy. We're busy doing that, so I, we don't get to travel as much as I'd like to. That's sweet. Okay. Tell us more about that. Yeah, um, so doing all these investigations, traveling around to haunted locations, I thought, gosh, wouldn't that be fun to have my own place? Um, so about two years ago, I was able financially to um, fulfill that dream of mine. And I um, came across a, a really awesome house in Boyd, Minnesota um, that ended up being haunted, and I ended up purchasing it. So it, it started a whole new level of investigation for me. <laughs> Oh, and you live there too. That makes it really when you invest, you know, have investigations in your own home. So I'm sure it's very active for you. Well, I actually I don't live there, 
So okay, okay. I was like, yeah. whoa, that's brave. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny because Joe and I were just talking. I said, as much as I love investigating, I, I would never want to live in a haunted location because um, it's not fun. Know, you would never feel you're alone. Like somebody's always like, you would never feel, you'd never have privacy. This is like your roommate that never leaves. This is kind of what I would feel like it would be. Um, but yeah, it, it, it just, what's really nice having your own place too, uh, besides the fact I forgot you have to maintain it. So that's a lot of work, but um, yeah, um, um, just getting to know the spirits. I think you can make a little, you know, when you go to these, these locations, you're usually there a day, maybe two days. You know, and you can make a few connections. But as I get to know the place, and then I come there and they get to know me, and I and I learn more about their history. You know, I think we're making more, more and more of a connection. Um, I I'm learning Build more. That every day. Yeah, learning more yeah. every day about the spirits that used to live in the house, and and I'll make personal comments to them. You know, when I find out things about their family or things that they may have done, um, back in the day, um, and I talk about that, and I tend to get a lot of interaction as well. Did you know the place was haunted? Yeah, before you bought it, or is that, or is that why you bought it? Ah, uh, well, that's specifically what I was looking for. Of course, um, my realtor was really cool. She knew that's what I wanted it for. Um, so I would, I would, you know, she, I would find the houses. So I would do search on the MLS, you know, just kind of look at the the age range and price and stuff. And if I got a feel for it, I'd go take a look at it. And then she knew we would do many investigations at locations. So I, I, when I came across this house, I was really just, it's like almost immediate attachment to it mm -hmm. I got. And I just kept looking at the pictures and just, I was just loved all the old woodwork. There's an old uh, crystal chandelier in the house. Um, mm. it, was built, it was built in 1901. Um, so it's a, and it's got like the, you know, almost the two different stairwells that you come in so you can go through the living room or kitchen. So maybe they had a servant's quarter back in the day um again we're still learning the history on the house but i was came in there um we had a REM pod go off within eight minutes of of being there and i had put that up in, in this one room and then we had some gotten some good spirit box responses um like well there's a, a woman downstairs that she said who are you like because nobody's ever really talked to the ghosts before um <laughs> it just, you just kind of had a feel that something was there you just you just you just knew, you know, and so I thought, well, okay, so I can't really just base it off these few few findings. So I checked with a medium that I really, really trust, and she said, oh gosh, yeah, there's six spirits there, um, you know, a couple children, uh, two women, and a man. And I'm like, okay. And as we've developed further into investigating, this is kind of pointing in these directions. And then I thought, you know what, let's just ask the old owners, did they, did they experience anything? Um, they were real hesitant about it, um, and, but they did have some experiences in the house, but they kind of blew it off and they didn't really try to have any connection whatsoever with these spirits, but um, they did have some things happen to them. So based on that, I purchased it, moved forward. Um, I was trying to teach them because... Now this is new for them because nobody's ever really tried to communicate with them. And right. you know, they don't know what a REM pod is. They don't understand what any of this is. That's why I feel like when you go to well-known haunted locations, they've seen a REM pod 110 times. They know exactly what it is. At this point. Um, so I spent probably besides cleaning and getting the house renovated and, and fixing things up, um, I spent a good two months just kind of talking to them, getting to know them, um, explaining things. And for like the first month, I was hardly, I wasn't getting a darn thing. I'm like, oh gosh, did I make a mistake here? Did, you know, oh, no. know? <laughs> and I'm like, and so then there was um, one particular day I was in what I call the kid's room and I had the, the little REM pod bear. He's not really a pod, but he's like, he's kind of like the boo bear, but he was their very first prototype. So he works differently, but he still, he will still flash if there's, you know, just like a REM pod would, but he doesn't make any noise. And I just was in the kids room one day and I was like, look, if you, are you guys just, you gotta let me know you're here. I'm really sad about this. Um, I keep bringing you toys. You, you want more toys? People bring you toys. More people come and bring you toys. You just gotta let me know. And then that night, that bear did go off like halfway nonstop for like several hours, um, and it started getting really active in the house. Um, 
we've had so many EVPs that relate to the people that were there. It's just, it's, yeah, equipment in action, doors opening, footsteps, voices. It's just, it goes crazy. I just, it's, it's something new all the time, all the time. It's not like, you know, nonstop action, but, you know, you get different, you know, especially when other groups go in, right. you hear from them, things that I experience. So it's just been just a world awesome. of art. So it's, it's, it's something that, uh, that you actually ran out to different groups? Yeah, yeah, because I, you know, it's, it's, it's what I always like doing too. And there's right. not that many places that allow, you know, this, you know, for pe any groups to come in and do investigations. Right. And then based right. on the research that I get and that they get, we can collaborate together and, and, you know, for sure prove that, hey, this is who it is. And now we can move forward. Because I feel like if you know more about these spirits and the more you, I wouldn't say cater to them, but, um, the more you know, you're going to do more more things for them and things that they like, and then I think they're more happier. You know, if you're going to be here, I might as well make you happy. I guess is the way I look at it. So, right. so how can people find your your place if they wanted to uh, do an investigation? Uh, well, we, we kind of run it through our website too. Um, so you can go to stcroyparanormal.com um, and then we're at ST, not, you don't spell it Saint. Um, and then you, on Facebook, um, either St. Croix Paranormal, or we have our actual Boyd House page, so that's B-O-Y-D House, um, and that's got most of our evidence that I've collected, and then uh, that I share anything that any other people group send us, um, just to get it out there so you can see. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Shannon, I'm taking my person. notes over here. <laughs> I'm taking my notes, writing everything down. I'm going to check it out. This sounds interesting, the stuff that you're talking about, so... Yeah, I'm sure other people. Will, yeah, I'm sure other people will like that. There goes Denise on there. I love my shirt, Denise. Thank you very much. Very blessed to have it. Thank you. <laughs> and I get to wear it tonight and go, Mustafa. I got my shirt, and you haven't got yours yet. <laughs> we were talking about we were talking about it last night. He's like, he's waiting for his shirt. I'm like, yeah, I already got mine. <laughs> so interesting. So, um, what's like some of the best uh, evidence that that uh, you've gotten, like as far as like for validation that that something was going on, or uh, at, at, at the Boyd House, or just anywhere in general? Yeah, yeah, anywhere in general. Something that 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 made you really. Well, I would I would say maybe that shadow figure that we talked about earlier at the mm -hmm. bar, but then there was also another time um, that I think was a really good a good catch. We actually had two now. I think about it. Um, one was at the Randolph County Infirmary in Indiana and Teresa and it's this huge asylum, this huge, and Teresa and I were the only ones there and we were like on the second floor. We, um, and I, and of course I didn't see this until we got home, but they're just really long hallways and it's really dark. And I was standing at like a corner where there's a hallway this way and a hallway that way. And I was kind of panning the camera back and forth and going, which way do you want to go, Teresa? I mean, I wasn't going real fast, but as I came across, you saw like this black shadow run across the doorway and then stop and then peek back and like look real quick and then was gone. Oh, like, wow. And I was just like, that was that was creepy to see afterwards. And then some of the EVPs we got afterwards were like direct what we were doing so we were walking down a hall together and we got a class A EVP of some woman that says, hello, girls, come on in, want to meet you. Like a full sentence. And then we were in the basement and this building has actually burned down two times. And we got an EVP of a man with the buildings on fire, don't you know? And so just, just to have that interaction where they're like actually looking at us, you know, saying, hey, come on in, girls, you know, and, and to talk about the fire. That was there. Right. I was. It yeah. made me question, like, is is he reliving? Is he seeing the building on fire right now? And he's like, oh my gosh, these girls are just walking. You know, right. is he reliving that time, or he has to be if he's talking about the fire, or is this residual? It's it would, it, but it's just so incredible um, when right. you get those things. And then I think the other um, really good validation we were at Ashmore States um, in Illinois, and love that place too. Um, we had taken a photograph and at the end of the hall, standing right by our camera, 
camera was this black or it, it was almost like a shadow solid black mask but she was wearing like almost like a black dress black you know almost like you would wear to a funeral that they would see the purse and they and based on the height of the camera um this person was probably about five two five three um so it was just really it was that was a really awesome photo that we captured plus we had great evidence else that we captured EVPs and equipment but yeah just so sometimes you know you don't know what's going on until you get home Right. Uh, so then you get kind of creeped out. You're like, oh my gosh, I really wasn't alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can, can you read the comments on the screen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> they crack me up. It's not really that cold. Yeah. Uh, they're funny. I put that, I already wrote that down as a list, a place to hear some. Keep it coming. <laughs> yeah, Shannon. Everyone, everyone we talked to, Shannon's always writing notes down about where to go. Oh, I did. Yeah, you got to keep your eyes open for places to go. Yes, ma'am. So I have a question because it's, it's a controversy, and I guess every location is different and depends on what kind of activities there. What is your opinion on? people like younger people investigating or certain locations or like, especially with your, what's your policy at your place? Uh, currently I just, you have to be over 18. Um, to right. do this. I've had a few people ask like, Hey, can my son come? They're like 10. And I'm like, Oh, that's okay. If you're the parent. Uh, but you know, I kind of make exceptions. I kind of delve into it. You know, I, you know, it's, it's my house as, does not have anything malevolent in it, mm -hmm. um, so right. I, it would be okay. And I guess if it's up, if the parent is with their child, and that and that makes it a little different. But yeah, I don't, I don't think if there was like a group of like teenage girls that wanted a birthday party or something, that that would be mm -hmm. a good idea, you know. So no. um, yeah, so yeah, it's I, all about parental guidance too. If they're being mentored properly and everything, and shown about protection and how to respect spirits, I don't right. see any problem with it at a certain age and at certain locations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I still want to borrow my grandchildren to take them there, but my daughter won't let me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to see if they see something they did when they were really little, they saw. Right. right. Oh, um, wow. But she blocked them out because she freaks out about that stuff. Uh -huh. um, you know, my daughter, my daughter won't even watch the stuff I select. Cause she's like, well, I don't want the ghost to think that I like this stuff. So they'll come see me. So it's like, <laughs> But yeah, I would, I would love to, to bring, you know, even if I could find somebody, um, you know, that would be open. Um, just, I would just love to see if a, if a smaller child would even bring the children out, would they see anything? I don't, I don't know, you know. Mm -hmm. well, my son's a star seed, my three-year-old. So he's, he's, yeah. If I was in the same area, I'd bring him by in the afternoon, like in the daytime, just to check it out. Since it's yeah, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't want him coming by night. I wouldn't want to do like a true. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Still I, walk I, through, yeah. 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 I know the neighbor, the neighbor or somebody in town that's younger, like teenagers, like they had, they, they kind of have the gifts a little bit. Mm -hmm. And they, they have told me that they see a gentleman out. Um, in the garden and then just disappears into the house, walks back into the house and they know it's a, a spirit. And um, interesting on that, I actually, the the medium that I happened to ask before I purchased the house, she said there is a man there that likes to garden. Hmm. So I just got confirmation chills on my legs. So yeah. 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 <laughs> you get those confirmation things. Yeah. On my legs. Yeah. If I get them on my legs, I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> May sound silly to some, but it works for me. Yeah, yep. there's the spin. So, like, what does like your family and, and close friends think about what you do? Uh, my friends think it's pretty pretty cool. Um, okay. My family, yeah, they all kind of think it's really cool. That's you cool. know, they're not they're not into it as much. My husband likes what I do. He likes watching the little videos and things I put together. Um, he does come down to the house with me quite frequently because he has to do all the, the fun maintenance stuff for me. Right. Um, he actually saw an apparition, so I was kind of mad at him about that. <laughs> I haven't seen one. Um, he actually saw that at the house. I mean, he had come in through the front door, and he just happened to glance up at the stairwell. Oh, and, you know, he had his hands full, and he's like, for just it was a split second. 
there's a lady with long blonde or long brown hair kind of wearing like white and he's like and she was gone he's like for a second i thought it was you Mm -hmm. um and and we had talked a long time ago because he likes to play jokes and stuff and i said but that's one thing i don't ever want you to joke about so right um, you know, he's still like, oh, I don't think I really saw one. I'm like, yeah, because you see people around all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he's had quite a few experiences at the house, and he doesn't deny it. Um, so be a sensitive, yeah. Yeah, he's not really sensitive. He feels like he's like, I feel like they don't come out because he, he they don't like me or something. Hmm. Um, so I've um, I've actually asked them that, and they said no. So, <laughs> so but. Yeah, he, he doesn't, it's not his thing. I think, my, like, my favorite thing is I left him alone in a room. I said, oh, I got to go down and get something. And, like, talk to the spirits while I'm gone. So you see him on camera. He's just looking around, sitting in the dark. And he's like, I don't know what to say to you people. So. <laughs> <laughs> to you people, I like that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's been interesting for him. That's pretty good. Yeah, one of the things I like about, about this field not just this field but also like you know the bigfoot thing that i told you that that's what i primarily do uh people will come up to you and even they pull you on you know to the side or message you you know and they'll ask you questions or tell you about an experience that they've had and you know i I like that part you know where people kind of uh they might not come out in public and admit it but they'll pull you to the side and you know ask you questions and i uh especially people like in your circle you know so, uh, that, that, you know, I think once once people realize what you do, then people start coming out of the woodwork. And uh, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> I have a um, we're going squatching tonight. Denny said. But, uh, yeah, I've got uh, someone who watches the show. I just found out that they watch the show because they find this stuff interesting. I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. I like that they watch the show. I don't know. Maybe they're watching Shannon. I don't know. <laughs> to be goofy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being good today. Yeah. Yes. Good today. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's, I'm just fine. I don't know. Hot mess slash serious. <laughs> so I'm excited. What is it like if you have like what would be your top three locations that you would like to investigate that's on like your wish list? Uh, well, I for I've sure, always asked people. Yeah, for sure. I want to do the old South Pittsburgh Hospital over in um, Tennessee. That's like number one on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have. Um, I mean, I have places I think I'd like to go. I don't know if it'd be a. Um, what is it? There's another place in um, Indiana that that just opened. Um, ugh, totally drawing a blank now. Um, but I know the South Pittsburgh, Tennessee is one I want to go because I like mm. those old hospitals and asylums and things because you can't get yes. in that. It's just I, I'm an old soul. I love I love going in those old buildings and just even though there might be dilapidated, you're just like, man, this was an awesome building back in its day. You know, just to it's take like a, urban. Ex- yeah. yeah. Urban exploring. It's like sometimes they, they don't have to be. I've been in locations where. He wasn't that active, but man, did I see an incredible place, though. So I was just right. as fulfilled. As yeah. if, you know, it's, it's it's fun doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, Denise, we do need to do Waverly Hills. Absolutely. Yeah, we did. We did Waverly Hills. That was super fun. It was just, again, just an amazing, you know, not not super active night. We did get um, some UDCs and some equipment interaction. But yeah, just just amazing to be there and um, that death tunnel thing, that that was creepy. Way creepy. <laughs> I was sitting, I went down halfway by myself and sat, and Donna was sitting up at the top, and you could start hearing footsteps shuffling up towards you, and I'm like, oh, no, nope, 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 and I walked right back up to her. I'm like, I'm in complete blackness. Like, you cannot see a darn thing. As right. I just started freaking out. Like, if something just comes right in my face, I'm totally going to freak out right now. So it's like... <laughs> But yeah, just an amazing building. I just loved it. We we totally go back again. I've known people that have actually left there because they got creeped out, and mm-hmm. I know people are like, "Well, it's okay," and I'm like, you know, I'm, but there's, I'm from what I hear, it's really really epic, and it's been on my list for sure. And I thought about seeing if I could book it because I, yeah, I like yeah. creepy big 
places like that. So yeah, we actually did. Um, now that we have a place up in Fergus Falls called the Fergus Falls Asylum. Well, it's the regional treatment center, but it's not open now. But um, it was basically one of those asylums back in the day. Um, they did all kinds of stuff to people, like they, you know, put them in hot water, cold water baths, lobotomies, a lot of deaths. Oh my gosh! And this this was an amazing opportunity. They've only let like maybe three groups in, um, and our team actually got yeah. to go two times because um, we knew somebody was on city council, so we got lucky there. Oh. But uh, <laughs> I just just amazing like they had underground tunnels that you would go in and it and it was super pitch black just i've never been in a place where like it doesn't matter you had to have a flashlight you could not see and just oh my god that play it was amazing like in just tall pillars old tall pillars um the guy who, who was like the doctor that owned it um we got to go into his apartment and that was still pristine you know, from back in the 1900s. Oh, wow. And so that was just really wow. the bathtub and everything. And it was just, just amazing climbing up to the bell tower. And wow, it was, it was just, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget those times. So it's closed down now or is it gone? Um, I think they're, we're, I think that's still there. They've been in the process of talking about tearing it down because it is full of black mold and, you know, mm. you can't really right. much with it at this point. So I think they were going to tear down most of it and just keep one of the main buildings which has the big tall steeple chain, the steeple and everything. I think mm -hmm. that's about all that they were going to, to keep at this point. I don't know if they have or not, but they're, um, they're real protective of that building, <sighs> you know, cause it's such a, it breaks my heart story. hearing these stories. Cause I, I know. Man, when you, when you have such an epic place that's still there and has so much energy and activity and so many stories to be told. I mean, when you tear those down, what happens to those souls? You know, it's just, uh, right. yeah, yeah. I, I wondered that because we, um, there was another one. Um, we loved it too. I think we've gone twice. It, it was called the uh, Peoria Bartonville Asylum. And <clears throat> unfortunately it was a big fight with the city and they tore it down. Um, and they put up office buildings on it. So I don't know if those office buildings are probably now haunted. Um, but that, oh, you know, that was just an incredible, incredible building. And, and, and I, it, it just, it bothered me that that had to get torn down um, just because, yeah. it, you know, but yeah, I love those old hospitals and asylums. Yeah. There's a couple of places here in Houston uh, that were, uh, structures of of like libraries back in the day and they re renovated it to be like apartment buildings or even like office buildings now and those places are still like haunted you know uh, i think one is like the rice hotel i think that's where jfk stayed the night before he died before he went out to dallas you know but that hotel's got a lot of history yeah it's got a lot of history that uh, people still to this day um say that they even see his spirit there walking around yeah since so. i got we got denied i'll go ahead and release this i was waiting to find out we uh i put a proposal in to uh the executives for parkland hospital they have a new parkland now but the old one is sits across the street where they took kennedy and oswald and all that stuff and so oh. it took me a couple months to get the, that they declined it because it is in the middle of a sale right now hmm. but man i was like on pins and needles wanting to tell everyone that it you know we just might be able to get it we might be able to get it hey christy hey sweetheart but um, yeah, so that was a really disappointment, but I was just like hoping so much that we could get in there and try to communicate with JFK and, you know, and everything mm -hmm. that happened. And, and the old the veteran nurses at the new hospital said that, you know, when they were there at the old location, they would definitely have an activity. So it's because you brought up JFK, I was like, man, I, gotta, I can go ahead and talk about it now since it didn't happen. But mm. had it not been for COVID and you know, the cell and everything. I think we would definitely have been planning a trip and a documentary there. That's pretty cool. But, I like yeah, that. Yeah, but we didn't get it. It's okay. Can't get them all yet. Yeah. So what gets you going, Jill? What what what, uh, what is it that keeps you in, uh, interested in this field? Uh, just trying to learn more about uh, the other side now. Um, mm -hmm. Like when I first started, it was more because I was afraid to die. Like I did not want... Really? death to be it. I couldn't handle the fact of that's it. You go black, that's it. I couldn't deal with it. 
Hmm. Um, so just, I think with all the research and things I've done through the many, many years, uh, things I've learned that, yeah, there is another side. So now I ask a lot of questions about what the heck's going on over there. Um, so that those are, are things that I'm trying to, to learn. Um, I do know I had just kind of interesting uh, listening to a spirit box. It was almost like one day it was like conversations between just two spirits. Like one right. said, um, hello, my name is Drew. And then you heard, pleased to meet you right after. And, hmm. and that was not the first time I've heard like talking amongst themselves. Yeah. So I started thinking, gosh, I wonder if you meet people. And, um, yeah, so they had told me, yeah, several times that, yes, you do meet new people. Um, they, they did mention that your relatives do come to get you when you die. Um, and just, just learning different things. You know, I'm always asking, you know, energy and clothes and food and, and just all kinds of stuff. It, it seems when you talk about religious stuff, such as, you know, heaven and hell and God, and, and they shut down. Like, they don't they don't. Talk. They, yes. Yeah. 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 I've noticed that, too. Yeah. Yeah, we've had that. We had a really good, um, we were actually doing a, a rectory and we were talking with a, a priest using, well, he said he was a priest anyway, um, using the equipment. And I just started asking, you know, they were, they were responding great to all the questions until I started asking about heaven. And then the way they answered it, um, it sounded like a no. And then I said, well, you can't tell me that can't the answer that question can you and then it just went all the way all the way up all the way up like no i i, I can't tell you the answer to that question so we gotta mm. go by faith like, yeah if that's what you believe yeah right so. yeah so just just trying to learn a little bit more about that okay that's pretty interesting yeah that's pretty interesting the there the the comment you made about you know finding out about the other side like after death you know mm-hmm I don't think anyone's ever told me that. I think everyone's like, oh, just interested in the paranormal, basically, you know, and getting evidence. That was, that was pretty interesting. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's things I just need to know. <laughs> I guess this is Christy, I guess. She said, I had a near-death experience where I flatlined in the ER. There's no doubt in my mind that death is not final. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yep. and yeah. I, I totally agree with that. Like I said, I just I just want to know now what's it like, you know what what am I in for when I get there? Right? <laughs> and it's like maybe you're not even supposed to know that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah I, I find it strange how some people kind of hang around and some people don't. I wonder if that's a choice or if that's just something that happens to kind of fluctuate. Yeah, yeah, you know. There's a lot of different reasons. Unfinished business, uh, if it's yeah. a place they were really happy at, they want to be around certain relatives. If they're being trapped there by negative in you know, energy, you know, there's a lot of different reasons. Every situation I've learned is completely different from the next. Exactly. Yep. Every situation, just like our lives as humans that, you know, that we walk this earth, you know, in, in as human beings, every situation as we are in our body is different. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, you know, if you're a jerk here, you're probably going to be a jerk there. But I mean, there's a lot of confused spirits that don't know what's going on. They don't know why they're there or they don't know they, they're, they're, they're gone. You know, I don't know. There's just, that's why we research because we don't know, you know, right, right. But, I, but I do notice that everything seems to be different and every scenario is just really intrigues me to find out more about and get, you know, the story behind. What advice would you give like to newcomers into the field? People who want to do their own investigations or research. What advice would you have for those people? To always be respectful to your spirits. Um, mm-hmm. and I think you're going to go a lot longer into the field and learn a lot more if you're respectful to what you're doing. That's, that's kind of how I look at it. Cause I, I feel like, you know, if you're an aggressive, you know, it might work for some people, but I just feel like if I was sitting here screaming at you, yelling at you, come out here and talk to me, I don't think you'd really want to. <laughs> so, right. right. Uh, and then, you know, like I said, I'm just respectful. I don't, um, you know, like a lot, a lot of times I'll be like, are you okay if I sit in this chair? I don't just plop down in the chair and make mm-hmm. myself at home. You know, you just be respectful as if you were visiting some other person's place. Um, and I think I think you'll go a lot longer or farther in the, in the field if you do that. That's good advice. Do you have any kind of like equipment you would tell them to grab first or? 
Uh, me, I like I like my good old fashioned spirit box and um, any version of that portals, things like that. So I own like the seven, the eleven, the portals. <laughs> um, you know, because I just love the communication on that. I love the science behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not being able to talk one one hundredth of a second, full sentences. I've had swear words. Wow. Um, I actually um, had had. Um, Actually, at the Boyd House. So the the people that used to live there were called the, their last name was the Eckerts. Mm-hmm. Actually, have their wedding photo in the bedroom, and I was running the spirit box, and I said, "Is anybody here? Anybody of the people on the wall?" And I pointed <coughs> to the photograph of Fred and Minnie Eckert, and it came across the spirit box plain as day. It says, "Do you mean the Eckerts?" Um, so that that was a good one, and then my other favorite one is. We had gone to a private home to investigate. Um, the family had tons of experience except the father, and he had not one ounce of experience. He was a total denial, non-believer. Um, he had a, he was like a PhD, a professor. He had like all these uh, like ten abbreviations. He has something very very smart man, very well knowledgeable. Didn't believe an ounce of this thing. He lived in a historic house um, that was owned by Captain Jenks, and Captain Jenks was the riverboat captain in Stillwater back in the 1800s. So um, that was the home that he lived in. Hmm. And I would, you know, and I always run my spirit box on AM. I never run it on FM. And I said, whose house is this? And plain as day, it said Captain Jenks. And he about fell over and I made him a believer that day. So <laughs> that was pretty cool. So uh, to me, uh, th- there's a lot of, um, you know, you, you got to watch, you know, you can't, I feel like on Spirit Box, if you get like a lot of yes, no's, I don't necessarily go by that. Um, you know, you take it for a grain of salt, but when you're getting actual names of things, and mm-hmm. things you're doing, um, you know, I love when I get, you know, the F-bomb because people are like, wow, because I'm like, and I'll look at it and go, you, you can't say this on the radio. You know, you can't say that word, right. you know, and they're like, <laughs> oh, oh, you can't. So... <laughs> So yeah, that's that's probably my favorite favorite piece of equipment. Very cool. Yeah, I haven't. I don't have too much experience with that, but I, I the experience that I've had with it was limited, but it was pretty cool. So I I like that. I have to get me one eventually. I like to take one out when I go squatch and see what I pick up out there in the woods. That would mm-hmm. probably be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. I, well, you know. I, no, go ahead, Shannon. When you come out to Louisiana for the uh, bonfire camp out for three days, oh, yeah. we'll have a lot of different equipment out there to play with. Yeah, so there you go. Trying to yeah. get you familiar with everything. Yeah, Del, uh, tell uh, Jill about that little uh, trip. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. Okay, so on Friday the 12th of February, about 25, 30 of us investigators are going to meet up in Gibson, Louisiana. There is this footage that someone showed me, shown me that this settlement that's like, it's a homestead that is kind of just lost in the woods because like the road doesn't dead end. It just kind of starts growing over at a certain point. Well, she lives right before where it starts growing over. Well, the story is um, there used to be a factory in that town, that, that homestead town, and it was poisoning the water supply. So people either died off or they moved away. And so these places are so, I mean, you just see these, old old homes where like trees are growing in front of the door like Blair Witch looking houses yeah and there's tons of them out there so we're gonna go like do some urban like you know the the first night on Friday we're gonna be camping out bonfire everybody's gonna bring some food we're gonna tell stories everybody just really have a good time because you sometimes when you do nothing but this every single weekend we forget about the little things that we used to enjoy doing you know sometimes so we're gonna have a mixture of all that so we're gonna wake up the next morning from the bonfire camp out thing, start doing the urban exploration in the daytime and anybody can come and go into the woods. It's right there, you know, at any point. But then at the evening, we're going to the Bonnie and Clyde ambush museum, which is down the road. And that's actually, I was pretty surprised how epic that is. Uh, David Childers is throwing that event. It's like a fundraiser to keep help, you know, to keep the lights on for the museum. And then we're going to go back to the campgrounds, have some more fun, you know, bonfires, ghost stories, you know, talk about equipment. And then the next morning when everybody's kind of packing up camp and everything, we're going to stop at the Bonnie and Clyde kill site, which I have witnessed 
some crazy stuff there. And so it'll be on Valentine's Day. I thought it would be a good time to maybe go out there and do some sessions, some EVPs, and just, you know, wish them happy Valentine's Day and stuff like that. Yeah. And then we go home. It's a <laughs> free weekend for everyone, you know? Okay. Yeah. So we're going to be our first annual Parafam oh, camp there you out. Go. Yep, yep. There's nothing like a good pair of fam, I tell you. My 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 team, they are like my family. So, right. And the ones that there's some that can't go. They're probably watching right now because they have something else to do. But there's next year, and I want to change locations every time. Oh, there you so, go. So that'll be fun. Yeah. yeah so uh, yeah, we're just about run out of time here. Uh, Jill, if you want to give out your uh, your Facebook page again and. Or any information you want to give out, the contact information? Yeah, you can go ahead and, and look us up at the Boyd House on Facebook or ThankCroyParanormal.com. Um, you can direct email um, for any questions uh, for rental at BoydHouse217 at Yahoo.com. Um, and we'd be happy to have anybody out. Cool, yeah. And if you ever make it down this way, man, look us up. Definitely. There's, definitely. Yeah, there's definitely lots of places down here to come and check out. Oh, yeah. I, I've yeah, seen like, it. I'm like, oh, if I could only go that long. <laughs> I know. And I enjoy talking to you because you seem to have a calmness and understanding about, you know, how to communicate with spirits and everything. And I like the, your perspective on what you shared. Yeah. With us, so thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah, I got yeah. me some, some good location ideas, too. I wrote them all down. Yeah. So yeah. Gonna, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. Check them out. You'll, you'll be disappointed. I will. Cool. Do my homework. <laughs> Well, all right, guys, everyone in the chat room, thanks for participating again. You guys always do a great job, and I always appreciate that. And uh, Jill, thank you, too, for joining and for contacting me, too. Really, I, I really appreciate that, and a lot more than what you realize. I always appreciate anyone who reaches out to us, so that was pretty cool of you to do that. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Enjoyed being here. Yeah. All right, you guys hold on, and everybody else, we will see you uh, tomorrow. We have a show, right? Yes, at 6 yeah. p.m. Central Standard Time. Yeah. So we'll be seeing you guys tomorrow. Uh, yeah, see you tomorrow, guys. Bye. All right, bye.